Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Mando Talk Show here on Han Talks. First, we get here every Monday and talk about last week's episode. And today, I'm back with Dean. We're just going to say he's our reoccurring guest for the Mando Talk Show since uh, we both love talking about it. But we're talking about the episode titled The Siege today, which is chapter 12. Are we on 12? Yep. Cool. Chapter 12. Um, there was a lot in this episode that I didn't expect we were going to get. And I'm sure Dean, you as well. Uh, so I know there's probably a bunch to talk about, but I didn't write down any like outline for today. I wrote down a quote that I'm going to read a little later, but everything else, I don't have an outline just because this, I really just want to, this was a very special episode to me overall, horrible. overall, I've said this a hundred times on this podcast. I was not excited for the Mandalorian. I wasn't excited when it was announced. I wasn't excited weeks up to the first episode. The first season was, oh, it was great. It was, I didn't have a problem with anything, but it, it wasn't exactly what I had wanted from Star Wars at this time. Season two came around and on the first episode of the Mando talk show, I told everyone how I love the direction the show is going in. It feels like it found its footing and each episode is just a, it goes right into like where my imagination has been going for the past several years of my life. Just, I, I call this show the sandbox, my sandbox Star Wars TV show because <laughs> it feels like the games I would play on the playground with my friends whether it's nostalgia based or creating our own narratives and just like fighting dragons and giant spiders and et cetera. But I, I absolutely love how the show is playing out with that said, this is an open spoiler discussion. So if you haven't seen the siege, uh, we'll see you later. Just come back and listen to the episode later. Um, Dean of uh, first impressions of this week's episode. So a little bit disappointed because the time again, it was a little bit short, but this episode. Yeah. I remember that, you were saying you wanted it to be like an hour, right? Yeah. But I think that'll be the next one. Knock on wood. Hopefully because the next one's title. I don't know if that was a leak that I saw or anything. So I don't know if I want to bring it up. No, um, say it, say it. Oh, wait. Um, so next, next week's title is the Jedi. Just yeah. straight, straight line. I hope um, so. so. Hopefully long episode that I was kind of talking to you about that. But what this episode, overall, it was not my favorite episode. Actually, it was the worst episode of the season, in my opinion. This one? But, yeah, but that's only because what was going on. Or not what was going on, I should say. Um, the, the filming seemed really low quality. There, there's a lot of things, like, I don't know if you know this, there was a um, Game of Thrones era where, like, the one of the stuntman's arms in the background... And then, like, certain cuts, it was like, Cara Dune's pistol was already being raised. Then they changed the cut scene. And then she was still raising her arm, and it was like, 
it, it, it felt really, it, that's not really what irked me is no small fault like film issue because Star Wars is built off that if you ask me. It's never been about the quality of the directing, but it's definitely improved over time. But this episode was the worst episode of the season, but the best episode for lore. The overall lore of Star Wars. This episode meant so much where that's like, my mind was blown. And there was only five minutes of that lore, but it, it raised so many questions. So and it answered so much at the same time. It was mm-hmm. it like just five minutes made this the best lore episode in all these series of Mandalorian so far. I totally like, agree. I know that the, I know that the week before, um, the um, Rise of Skywalker came out. They didn't have an episode that Friday. The week before, I was always telling you over the phone, um, because I know that we called about it beforehand. I said they're taking a break because something that's going to happen in the week before it comes out means something to the Lord. And all they did was confirm Force Healing's a thing because that became canon in that in that episode because Baby Yoda yeah. healed a man. But this just blew the lid off of something where it's like, Okay, there was like they're trying to clone Palpatine. That looked like Snoke in the Doctor Tanks, if you ask me. Like it looked like deformed Snokes. Like I, I paused on that screen. It, they, they purposely made it where you couldn't tell what it was, but mm-hmm. it looked to me it screamed. That is Snoke. That is a deformed Snoke right there. Me too. Immediately, that's what I thought of as well. So Dean is mostly the five minutes you're talking about is that seen in the the lab right so the quote i have oh go ahead and then i'm assuming the quote is from the um holocron not the holocron but the hologram with the guy talking yes so i I wanted to read dr pershing's uh lines uh his message to moff gideon because that kind of unpacks everything we need to know about kind of where we've where we've been and where the show might go so Here it is verbatim from the show. Dr. Pershing says, replicated the results of the subsequent trials, which also resulted in catastrophic failure. There were promising effects for an entire fortnight, but then sadly, the the body rejected the blood. I highly doubt we'll find a donor with a higher M count, though. I recommend that we suspend all experimentation. I fear that the volunteer will meet the same regrettable fate if we proceed with the transfusion. Unfortunately, we have exhausted our initial supply of blood. The child is a small, and I was only able to harvest a limited amount of without killing him. If these experiments are to continue as requested, we would again require access to the donor. I will not disappoint you again, Moff Gideon. And that's the end of his quote. So right, that single message unpacked it so much and it kind of like i had i was like kind of caught off guard because the episode it did feel like it was kind of starting out as like oh it's a little filler right yeah you know it's fine he needs to get more repairs on the ship he already repaired but actual repairs (laughs) right i was like i can deal with a little filler where we reunite some of the old cast and stuff whatever but then it hit us with that like walking into the cloning room and then the guy's message. So I actually had to go back twice to re-listen because I was so taken off guard and I had to listen to this again and again because it said so much in such a little amount of time. So in this message to Moff Gideon, we have the mention of midichlorians, right? I know they don't say it, but it's midichlorians. We have uh, 
the blood transfusion. We have the proposal that there's a new character that we're not aware of called the volunteer and Moff Gideon uh, actually has more of a, they need more blood from the child supposedly. And, and then he says again, I will not disappoint you Moff Gideon. And this, I think I lost Dean. (laughs) Well, hopefully he'll join back in uh, for the audio listeners. Um, Dean's feed just expired. I think he's texting me right now. Yeah, he's he's out. <laughs> we'll try again and see if he comes back. And you know what? Uh, while we're waiting, what better time than now to hear about the sponsor for today's episode? Okay, I switched to a more stable um, router. I think one of my ears oh. went down. <laughs> oh. Well, it's a good thing you had a, a secondary one. <laughs> okay, so in this really small piece of dialogue in context of the whole entire episode, it says so much. We It brings up midichlorians. I know they don't say it, but M count, it's midichlorians. You know what it is. <laughs> uh, I should have worn my midichlorian shirt today. Cause <laughs> and you know what they, you know what they of, like, officialized in that statement as well? My what? transfusion theory is a thing. Yeah. Like my 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 total joke about transfusion theory is a thing, right? And w- considering that, that. <laughs> everyone <laughs> hears it here first, and the with the the bodies in the in the tubes that we're thinking might be Snoke. Now, this is this proof for the theory that Baby Yoda's blood was used to help create Snoke. Is that what we're getting at here? I think I don't think it's even that. I think it's Palpatine and Snoke, because Palpatine's body in the books, they said it is deteriorating and rejecting something. Right. If, if like it just said that we're reject like Baby Yoda's blood was being rejected, that is at least kind of hinting at whether it was um, the child or some somebody else. It just confirmed that. It actually was the Empire that may have started the um, the cloning process as the fallback for Palpatine, which is yeah. just crazy to think about because a lot of people were thinking that he just used that. I can't think of um, which force power it is, but basically how the dark side users <clears throat> could teleport their essence to somebody else, which is also canon because if Ray struck her down, or not her down, but struck Palpatine down, the essence would have transferred to Ray. But it's just, there was so much, it, it's almost too much to unpack. Like after I texted you right after I finished watching, <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, what? I <laughs> like know. The episode, the episode wasn't great to me, but what? <laughs> it's that little moment. Another thing interesting from what Dr. Pershing said is he, he mentioned the fact that he fears that the volunteer uh, will be suspended from the experiment because they don't think they will they will suffer the same regrettable fate of the other failed attempts. So this brings up two questions. One, who is the volunteer? Is it someone we know or is it a, an it unintroduced character? Is it Snoke? It could be Snoke where he was the volunteer and that's why they kept regenerating him. So Snoke was not simple. only a created being, but he was also a being before that. A completely different version. Well, you, you, 
we've never seen something just truly created from the ground up in Star Wars. That's not how cloning works, at least not in our world. Now, this is Star Wars that we're talking about, so it could be that they just had to make their own thing, but it's not like Anakin built C-3PO because that's a robot. We know that he built... um, When the Chosen One was willed into existence in canon and um, some of the Darth Vader comic books and other comic books, um, basically Anakin was willed into existence, but through natural processes, we haven't heard of I genetically engineered a being. Right. So Snoke has to start from somewhere and was Snoke somebody that was just, because let's be honest, we know Snoke was some rich alien in the galaxy because gold garb and everything like that and just the attitude um and also what we know about the kylo comics where he did have some presence we can kind of assume that he was he had to get rich somehow was he um gold rolled or whatever that saying is by the empire was he just funded and whatever he was doing and then basically that's how we got rich maybe maybe it was we're going to clone you and give you force powers because you didn't have the force but there's so much to unpack there where I think the volunteer is Snoke. Interesting. We, we haven't seen somebody genetically created. We've seen clones. Clones are genetically created, but that was through, we already have the DNA template and moving that over. It's not, we're going to form this DNA template. And then it also explains Snoke's scars. We always thought he may have gotten a battle with somebody and right. like Luke or that. Now it's, like did, were the scars actually from just the forming process of the cloning? Because we do know right. it's a clone. We never really revisited <clears throat> that. Is this where the original Snoke has all those issues? Or was what we saw in Force Awakens the original Snoke? And that was the damage that he yeah. suffered from being here. There's a lot of ways that they could take this. And in the cloning tube, you can kind of see on the head of this being a little scar there, which is... Exactly. It's got to be Snoke. If it's not, it's it's a great misdirect. But I, anyway, the second question that that brings up <clears throat> is, let's say that Snoke is the volunteer, okay? This project is being helmed by Moff Gideon. And uh, Moff Gideon is obviously, in this scenario, working under Palpatine's order to play out this experiment. Does this get rid of the theory that Moff Gideon is a force sensitive? Because wouldn't he be the volunteer or the donor if he was? Or could he still possibly have force powers? Because I know this was a a theory I've been hearing a lot before this episode. I I just don't think he's force sensitive. You never thought that? I think he just... I, I've heard the um, theories, but I've never thought it. It was something I couldn't really buy into. Um, I also like the thought of the first person ever, like, I guess in filming minus Penelope has been ended up being forced into it. Moff Gideon will be the first person ever to wield a lightsaber um, and not be forced into it. Uh, not the first, because I guess the Mandalorian, just in general, whoever wields the Darksaber, I guess first evil person. That yeah, isn't possible to wield a lightsaber. So it's I kind of just like the thought of him being on his own, just kind of 
having that as his close range weapon rather than being able to do the force pull, force push, lightning, whatever the case may be. I do too. I, I don't think he's force sensitive. I think one of the reasons why he's so attached to this project is because he might want to be. And he knows yeah. that doing this experiment would possibly get him the chance to wield that power. And <laughs> exactly. And uh, Jedi diabetes. And um, <laughs> uh, on top of that, I, I think he's just, he's just an evil guy who stole a lightsaber and with the intention of probably either ruling Mandalore, maybe that failed because Mandalore, we don't know its condition, but probably, you know, either shut down or just closed off and decided to go with uh, the remains of the empire and continue trying to rebuild it, I guess. Now, do you think that we're going to see if this was the introduction of like the first Snoke or whatever, you think we'll get more of this transition or rise of the first order at all? I think so. I think that's kind of what they've been hinting at with when we saw the resistance of the, um, the spider episode Mm -hmm. because or not the resistance, but the new Republic. Um, it, it just, because we're kind of seeing how people may want to join the first order because you have this, being that yes we know they're the good guys but at the same time i feel like they're trying to hint at us why people may want to fight against the new republic and because that that alone right there i thought as we talked about in that um episode of the podcast i thought that was strange so i think we are going to slowly start seeing the um transition to moff gideon starting the helm of the first order okay interesting um, I, I was actually considering, I do think we'll see the start of a first order transition rise, whatever of this new, this new kind of empire. But, um, I actually, the way I see it in my head is Moff Gideon actually will be in no part of it. Uh, my theory is that <clears throat> if Snoke is created, um, or whoever that being is, the, the volunteer and it succeeds and they're created, uh, Moff Gideon wanting that same power or privilege of the Force would in be in some way a uh, threat to this volunteer, and he would want to kill them, yep. and then rebrand, reestablish what's left of the Empire and make it into the First Order. Um, so I think Moff and, Gideon is going to be a villain on both sides of this rebellion I, and Empire. I actually think the series... Not the season. The series will end with Moff Gideon dying. And if what we're kind of like predicting here that that's Snoke, Snoke will basically do a force choke on Moff Gideon to just end things there. And then that'll tie into a different series. It'll be that's the like, I think Moff Gideon will be the dying will be the end of the Mandalorian series and is switching over to a completely new Disney Plus series. I, I don't really see I see it as be a Star Wars by itself is a tied in universe. And I, the way I see Disney Plus is they're going to have something where we're getting the filler between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. And I feel like they're going to have multiple series tying us from that, that point over to here. And they're just going to keep giving us one series that, yeah, they're separate entities. They tell their own story. But then it's going to be like Mandalorian, 
rise of the first order and things like that. And then we'll see like the final thing would just be Snoke doing a force choke on um, <laughs> Moff Gideon and then flash screen and roll credits. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Give us that suspense of just like, oh my, okay, what what just happened? What's the next season? <laughs> What's the next season? <laughs> right. On top of, of that, which um, kind of plays into old school Star Wars motifs, um, one thing I really want to happen, either in this season, the next, whatever, is I really want to see someone lose their hand and I'll tell you who I want to lose their hand. I want it to be Grief Cargo. You, monster. you say the child? You monster. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, okay. No, not Oh, God. I would, I would be in so much trouble if I said that with not only people online, but my girlfriend as well. No, of course not. Grief Cargo. I want him to lose his hand because, and then when he loses it, uh, Moff Gideon can cut it off with the lightsaber and then his response can be that damn animal cut my hand off and it'll be a playback to Happy Gilmore when the alligator bit his hand off and it'll be perfect. <laughs> Come on, it's perfect. Don't you see it? It would be incredible. I'm telling you. Uh, but yeah, I, I like how we're not even really talking about what happened in the episode because Honestly, the episode just felt you're like right. it felt. You're right. We haven't talked about what the actual episode It's only those five minutes that I was just like, what'd you just say? Um, <laughs> like, the, the, the episode wasn't a good episode. It was literally the five minutes that just makes you talk. But I do have a question um, because I want to lead back to the episode for this one thing. That room that we saw Moff Gideon in at the end. My eyes, I don't tell me if I'm just being dumb. My eyes couldn't make out what the armor was on the walls. I, like there was multiple armors. Oh, that yeah. yeah, I know they were stormtrooper armors, but like, were they for clones? Is that also what we're getting at? Is he trying to make portions of clones like purge troopers, but force style? Um, or and then all the armor reminded me of Darth Vader's armor. I kept trying to, and that's why my eyes couldn't make it out because it was all black with a little bit of red here and there. And I was trying to make out what the helmets looked like. And I, my eyes, like, I, I don't need glasses, but I felt like I did because I was just like, is that Darth Vader's helmet on the wall? Like, as it was just panning down. Because the helmets, they looked like trooper helmets mixed with Darth Vader. So I wasn't sure what your take was on that. And I couldn't find any stills online. Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know 100%. I think those are, I think they're called either Black Troopers or Death troopers. I don't know. Um, But death troopers are still humans inside. The helmets are, they're not robots or anything. The helmets are what makes them sound like robots because it's a language that only their helmet deciphers between the two. uh, Are those the ones? Okay. There's one I'm thinking of that is an old, old, like nineties EU where they're droid stormtroopers. Oh, droid. And they are black. I don't know. I didn't really read any 90s books about Star Wars, but that's what I heard from someone. I can't remember the name. I think it might be a droid version of a stormtrooper. 
but I have no idea. I I think the whole Darth Vader thing is kind of funny, actually, because <laughs> could you imagine if that was actually it? Just a cybernetic uh, Darth, multiple Darth Vaders rolling around. The moments looked like a in um in between. It was um it was the Star Wars fandom ZX3 experimental droid trooper. ZX3, okay. It kind of does look like a stormtrooper Darth Vader ish mix and that could be why oh, yeah. I, was like, I was like it's not a trooper helmet but it's also like it, it it's a trooper helmet but it's not a trooper helmet and i'm seeing a mix so this and is I, what you were thinking of this is what i was thinking of I was, but like the helmet looks somewhat like what i remember from but i you know i haven't seen any stills while they were on the wall yeah but it was just confusing because i knew it wasn't a trooper helmet but i knew it wasn't Darth Vader's. but it like looked like an in-between to me and that helmet on the Legends picture looks yeah. like an in-between, somewhat. So this is from the comics, it looks like. Yeah, this is from the um, like the Expanded Universe comics, though. It's not from official. Okay, like, interesting. Darth Vader look in the mouthpiece area. It does, a lot, yeah. And I think that's where I got the Darth Vader first. But then the helmet, like the top part of the helmet, looked like... Um, a normal stormtrooper, so I was just extremely confused. But I think you're right that it could be droid troopers, the ZX3s, which cool that they're making a cannon. And I just wish now I had a still to compare what this looked like to the still. I think they'll come in next episode. I think we'll get Ahsoka. I think Moff Gideon's going to steal the baby. And uh, they're going to have like this cool little battle with those whatever whatever they are whether they're droids or yep just stormtroopers but i think that's what's happening in the next episode all i know is uh my girlfriend told me she uh she heard from somewhere that it's 54 minutes long next week so we might well, be, getting... be an hour 20 <laughs> <laughs> i know right um i think <laughs> friday's episode is going to be amazing i can feel it especially getting yeah. a so i think ahsoka's coming in the next one she better yeah. I'm, I'm so eager these hey, weeks are going by so slow. If that leak, or I don't even know if it's a leak, I, but if it's truly named the Jedi, we're getting Ahsoka. And again, I think Ahsoka is going to be reoccurring as soon as she's shown. I think it's still the end of the season. And then also, I think Dave Filoni is the director of the next episode, which is even more reason for Ahsoka to be back because that is him reuniting with his character. And then he is directing. That was announced on IMDb. Then it's it's definitely Ahsoka's there. He is he's he needs to be the one to reintroduce Ahsoka. Like definitely. He introduced her from the get-go. He needs to introduce the live action conversion. There's there's nobody else that deserves that right more than him. I'm I think he's the one who introduced her to come into the story. I don't think anyone else had any (laughs) hey, we should put Ahsoka in. I think it's gotta be Dave. Um and being executive producer, he's probably like I'm doing this one. <laughs> this is uh, my baby. Y'all do whatever. <laughs> right, right. You keep baby Yoda. This one's mine. Um, real quick before we wrap up, you, you were saying like this episode is like your least favorite of this season or whatever. And you did, you thought it was kind of bad. Uh, do you think that's because Carl Weathers directed it and he's never done anything this high budget before? He's never really directed since like the nineties yeah. either. I, I maybe, um, it, like if he hasn't directed since the 90, 90s, maybe it, it was just 
there were so many small things that you could just pick apart with it. Yeah. And it, it just kind of felt obvious what was going to happen. Like the very beginning when they were talking about, um, I can't think of the thing, but basically the transport take, um, like the, like their getaway vehicle. I said, watch, they're going to have to use that to, as the getaway vehicle. They walk in, they do all this stuff. And then they walk out and what, what do they use to leave? <laughs> yeah. It, it was all just so formulated. And then like the one thing that I thought they were really trying to change up with was, um, while they were flying away and they kept trying to shoot down the TIE fighters, I was thinking maybe they'll shoot the cliff, like aim for the cliff and try to make it crash down, like rocks crash down. That was the one thing that I thought would have been an, an obvious turn of events, but would have been a cool thing to visualize. <laughs> yeah. Do that. It was just small little rocks, like not even hitting the TIE fighters. And the <laughs> snow. Yeah. I, <laughs> I I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Maybe I was distracted by how freaking cute Baby Yoda was. Like, there's a lot of cute moments in this, especially the beginning. Oh, the beginning was we, adorable. God, we didn't even talk about the the blue milk the macaroons. Be- <laughs> <laughs> the beginning was ob- like obviously supposed to be trying to be a bit baby brute, though. It was so obvious. Oh, totally. Kind of, and then like- at the end, when he threw up in the spaceship, <laughs> yeah, all through and through. It was like they, that episode was just. I feel like that. I feel like they did that adorably. Did that very well. Like little, woo, like we were flying up and it was on a roller coaster. My, <laughs> my girlfriend sent me like five screenshots of just that. <laughs> well, like it, it was. It was still a good episode. It was just they. They, they really gave Baby Yoda more character. They again. They, they did keep on the Mando. And um, the child's relationship. They keep touching on that more. Which is um, why I think they're going to be separated. Yeah. And, and I, I 100% agree with that. I think it's just going to, like, next episode, probably, as you're saying, at least once he's going to get him back. But it's still, they, they have to give us all that gut-wrenching feeling. And yeah. then we have to yeah. see the child almost die because I don't wish for that, but it reminds us why the empire is evil because again, I know we've talked about it, not over one of these, but yeah. we're never told why in, well, plenty of times we're told why, but we never visualize why if you're a, somebody who only watches star Wars and only the movies, not all the TV shows, you're never really told why the empire is bad. You're just told they're bad. They're the bad guys. Right. They, they want to take care of the galaxy, but you're never told why. And then they are using this as the, mainstream way of saying they want to hurt a little kid basically very true the last thought i will leave you with which was the thought of the week provided by my girlfriend Uh, (laughs) while watching the episode she said during the classroom scene baby yoda is both too old and too young to be in that class (laughs) at the same time (laughs) And that is the thought of the week. Well, that's it for today, guys, on this week's episode. On Wednesday, I will be reviewing the Star Wars Holiday Special, both the new one and the old one. little <laughs> compare and contrast. It's a great one. Trust me. Um, everything on social media is at Han Talks First Podcast. Reach out to me. What topics do you want to hear? And come next week, next Monday, for the next episode of the Mando Talk Show. Dean, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at SwitchDean. Um, title of that is The Collectionist. I'm a game collector and then Star Wars fan. So 
you'll get pictures and me talking about video games, that kind of stuff. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening and may the force be with you.